morning. How you doing? I'm good. You gonna leave? You gonna let that mic sit still? Nope. I I hear it already clingy clangy. I just move it around with my hand. No, you don't. You don't hear anything actually. Listen, did everybody hear that? We're gonna have Sean listen, re-listen to that clingy clang clang clingy clang. Yeah, because you just turned the volume off. You don't do that every time, Sean. I see what you're doing over there. Everybody, we're getting new mics, by the way. Mm, That's how are we gonna exciting. How are we gonna do that? Uh, we're gonna uh, spend our Patreon money from uh, Forever Quest uh, to get ourselves some nice buttery microphones, and then maybe Sean will let that sit still on a surface mm -hmm. without holding it in his hand the whole time, like he's no. Elvis Presley or something. I mean, no, you have to understand. I I need to hold the mic when the mic's in my hand. Good morning, everybody. This is Valheim Podcast. We appreciate you coming out to Valheim with us this morning. It is, uh, it's not a beautiful day today. Today it's raining, unfortunately. It's one of those days where you're like, oh, no, man. Not. What? It's totally bright and sunny here. I'm, I'm talking about Val Valheim. Oh, oh. It's one of those days where you're like, it's the middle of the day, right? It's supposed to be beautiful. I can see, I can go to a river and see a nice deer and it's going to be beautiful. But no, it's just just downpour the whole time and it's constantly like you're wet and you're encumbered and you can't move and you know you're cold your stamina doesn't go as high it doesn't recover yeah, as quickly. man it's one of those days you know so welcome to the world of Valheim. come into our come into our hut though we got a fire um you know you might you might complain like sean that everything has moved around again and the, where's the fire and where's the wall that used to be next to the fire and where are the uh, where are the resin balls that we used to be able to make fires with because they've been moved again? But Sean, there's a big there's a plan to where everything's going to be eventually. Yeah, there's always an everlasting and growing plan, and changing plan. Here's the thing, Sean. It's like bureaucracy. Here's the thing, Sean. As I'm moving right now, I'm in the middle of a move. I'm literally staying at my parents' house, waiting for my house to finish being built. I've been here for over a month. I'm going to be here for over a month more. Yeah, it's not good for me, Sean. It's I don't like it. And this game is giving me an outlet to uh, build the house that I want to be in and pretend like I'm not here right now. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that. I've noticed that the weird like rooms that you're building. This is just for seeds. I'm going to put this one over here. <laughs> this this whole room is going to be one box in it and just for seeds. And then if, right, you that house if you do is gardening, beautiful. you got to go inside this door and then into this room and then get your seeds and come back. OK, the I want to explain this to everybody. This is the cottage. This is the garden cottage, which is off the main base. And the garden co cottage has a nice little deck. OK, it's got one really neat thing I like about it is I didn't uh, till the the grass first. So the grass is actually growing up through the wood bottom floors. It's really pretty. All the seeds are in there. All the plant seeds are in there. All the tree seeds in there are there. There's a workbench in there. Then outside, there's like a nice campfire that people can gather around. Of course, Sean is never back. Sean's always hunting. So and I and I never stop working. So nobody gathers around it. But it's really pretty. And then around that, you got our carrot seeds. You got our seed that our carrots that are going to seed. And then you have our beehives. It's a really beautiful little cottage I built out there. Yeah, you can tell who's proud of themselves from for sure. You can definitely tell who's proud of themselves here. Wait a second. Building. You can tell who's proud of themselves. What about, oh, I'm going to go get some more meat. Would you like some? Oh, we can't survive without meat. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I got. Okay, okay Sean, can I have some? Okay, but I'm the one providing yeah. over here. 
Let's see. I, What's which one of these things is needed in the game? A hut to you place your seeds okay. or a food to eat? Hmm. Let's let's hmm. talk what we really need to talk about, and that's how oh. to play this game. There's many ways to play oh. this game. I see how the subject quickly got changed when the question got asked. That's fair. I would I would ask I would play Minecraft with my son a lot. And right away, he'd be like exploring the world and be like, oh my God, dad, there's an awesome desert over here. You should come check this. Whoa. And I'd be like, no, I haven't left the first little area we started. And I, I, I dug down, I started mining and I haven't stopped. I've just been did it. And he's like, come on, let's go adventure. And I'm like, no, I have a grand plan. It's going to take 50,000 stone for me to do it and, and 25 diamonds. So I'm just going to start work. Sean, there's a plan here. When we're all done, like I would say right now, the house layout is is actually getting over the hump. It's about like 70, 80% way towards the plan. And then there'll be a new place, a new log cabin somewhere, which will be the new plan. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think this place is probably built for what we need to use it for. Um, we've harvested a lot of the copper that's close by and um, not all of it, but we're getting close to to that place and so we're gonna have to move on to the next hold on um place to do it um so sean were you just trying to get a cat to stop doing something yes it's this sean sean was just talking to me and then his eyes went off to the side he got all serious looking and started like flexing at something he's flexing on a cat right now sean the cat can't tell you're flexing at it stop throwing stuff at your cat sean throwing stuff uh, uh. Stop throwing boxes of nails at your cat. Yeah, there you go. It's, no, it's digging in some dirt for plant. I'm not sure what's going on there. It's done now. Yeah, that's how it's done. Um, yeah. Move so, that mic around a little more. Get that jiggle going. There's um, <laughs> there's some uh, other. So we we basically stayed in the meadows and the black forest that are nearby our camp. There's maybe three or four of them when you kind of spread yourself out east-west. Yeah, wait, let's talk about south. this because I'm confused. So our, so there's definitely multiple meadows. There's mm -hmm. definitely, and there's, so there's got to be multiple swamps then I'm, too, I'm assuming. When you told me to zoom out my map, by the way, I'm shocked by how big this thing is, man. I had no idea the world was so big and that we were just in the middle, like 15% still. Yeah, so in the beginning, we were trapped on the south side by water. I couldn't go any further south um and then the east and west were open until we got to on the west side we got to mountains and water and then on the east side we kind of stopped exploring that direction as far and then to the north we started exploring um and we couldn't find the second altar we found another altar in another meadow um but it was just another deer. I like uh, how you keep saying we. I really appreciate that because that shows that you that you, even though I'm not the one out exploring, you realize I'm adding a benefit here. I, yeah, and of course, it's it's just that some of the things that you're benefiting us with are are non. You non needed. cannot wait until the view is done. There's going to be a view of the river. That's the kind of the whole grand plan here. It's going to be uh, the place, you know, where the beds are, the resting, where we can rest up, and it's just going to be the best. And that's kind of what it's building up to here. That's the magnum opus of this house. It's, but the day that it's done, um, I, and I, I spend maybe two percent of my time there. But well, the day that it's done, we'll just be moving over to this new area that I found anyway. <laughs> so uh, you're right. I'll be really enjoying that view. Um, so the, uh, we. We yeah, it was basically goes like meadow, then dark forest, and then you'll end up in a meadow again. Um, and it, they kind of just kept bordering each other. And I, I went to through and you know you're you're finding 
um, burial chamber after burial chamber of which we were clearing together sometimes, or I'd started clearing them by myself and bringing back all the loot. And then I get to one of them and I get to the end of it and it, there's a little placard, a runestone. And when you read the runestone, it says, you know, show the location of, and I'm the next, you know, boss basically. Basically, so, but that's not what it said. You right. Were, you, you were just like, this has to be the boss, Jeff. Oh, now my cat's being bad. Wow, we mm -hmm. both got bad kitties this morning. Mine's Karma. knocking something down the other room. I have no idea what it just knocked down. And so we, you know, I go, oh, I click yes, and it shows me on the map, and it's pretty far away from where we are. Um, and it looks like we have to cross a lake, a bigger body of water to get there. Um, and, and we had just kind of also realized that we could make a better, a better boat, right? Yeah, if you would go get copper, yeah. Mm -hmm. So then it was all about me making bronze, um, which we spent a ton of time making bronze. We made bronze shields for both of us. We made uh, Jeff a full outfit of bronze. So he's fully geared in bronze. Um, and then we made all the other tools that you need to upgrade your um, workbenches. So I think it was anvils and there was something else you needed to make. Well, let's talk. Let's let's break it down a little bit. Let's. How about we get out of story mode for a half second? And we talk about what some of these things do. So, like a workbench and a forge, right? You can make things on them. This is where we bring the useful information, Sean, because we totally are Valheim pros and we know what we're talking about now. Heck yeah! So you have your workbench, uh, which you can build anywhere, right? Mm. And and that's how you start building. As you start building with a workbench. Yeah, but you can't use it until you, there's a roof over it. Right. It has, to, mean, it has to be protected. You can build stuff with an anvil, but you can't actually use it to like make a new hammer or something like that on the actual workbench till there's a roof over it. And uh, then it's going to say, okay, you can upgrade your stuff, but you need your workbench to be level two or you need your forge to be level two. What's going to happen is you're going to get recipes that are going to show up in your crafting window and it's going to, some are going to have a star next to them. And the ones that have a star next to them, you can build next to your workbench or your forge and it actually makes those go up a level so that's how you know you found the right thing and so right now we have our workbench i think to level four and our forge to level three i want to say that seems right yeah because we have three extra things surrounding our workbench right now uh one is like a tanning rack one's like a stump with an accident and one's like an even bigger huge log almost looks like a pommel horse or something like that. Those three things are making our workbench better. And then over by our forge, we have like a uh, like a, a cooling bucket and then one other thing. And those two things are making our forge up the anvil. their level. The anvil, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's it's their real things. That's, that's kind of like the things that actually did increase the ability for people. That's kind of cool that way. Um, and oftentimes it's finding a new material that'll give you access to these things, a new type of wood, a new type of rock a new type of whatever and then all of a sudden you can start to build these new things right and the big thing that opened it up for us is when we killed how would you pronounce the deer's name sean you know i'd have to look at the spelling of it but it's something like eichhorn or something like that or ike something like eik i'm going with ekathir and i'm sure i'm wrong but after we killed ekathir which we did find out by the way that you can kill twice if you need more antlers um, after we killed that and we got the antler, we were able to start uh, mining and that just changed everything that opened up so many new recipes for us. Um, 
which is kind of a uh, foreshadowing to what's coming next for us because Sean will not stop bugging me to go kill the second boss. And I have a feeling once we do, it's going to give us something that is going to allow us to do something that's going to open up a whole new set of recipes. Yeah. So, the, I mean, it's, it's also going to give us a, a new type, uh, set of abilities, you know, like the stamina and um, jumping decrease uh, or, you know, less, less stamina use from the deer this thing's going to give us but now we're trying to figure out what we put on there and so now let's go back to the story a little bit it was it was um clearing dungeons and then still oh, yeah, where to go and where, right, where, it was, where it's going by the way is like way off the map from where we've explored is where this little dot is showing up yeah it's way to the north and it's meadow after dark forest and then into a meadow again in the dark forest and so i was like well i've looked through all every dark forest that i can get access to and there i can't find another I mean, we did, I went all the way around. The only other thing I could find were these mountains that had snow. Right. And I want to talk, I'm going to take a brief side thing here because you thought this was the funniest thing in the whole wide world. And this just is, like, a, this is what was interesting me. This is what I was into is that snow area. Cause it's closer. So my mind is telling yeah. me we should be working on the thing that's closer, not the thing that's super far away, but that's, you know, something I think well, that's going on with this game that, you know, creates this new ripples. I think some of the hard things are close to you and some of the easier things are a little far away. I think. Yeah, I found the snowier mountain first, right? And I didn't even know about the other boss at this time. The first time I had found the snow right. place. And so I was still trying to find this where the boss was. And I thought, well, maybe it's up it, because this is within the dark forest. Maybe it's up in the snowy part. And just so everybody knows, so Sean and I, are, you know, we're on Discord or we're on a phone call this whole time while we play. And I'm the one who's back at the house, constantly building stuff, ripping down my old stuff, building new stuff, blah, blah, blah building new fences and I'm talking, I'm talking. Sean's always just mostly like quiet, right? Cause he's like hunting and he's, and he's into it or whatever. And I'll hear stuff yeah, like, oh! I'm sneaking around. Right. I'll hear stuff like, Oh, when something's going bad. Right. Or like, um, what I kept hearing this during this part is it's too cold up here. I know it's up here, but it's too cold. It keeps doing damage to me. And so I'm back here pontificating like, okay, maybe we need like some new kind of armor for the cold, or maybe we need a log, cabin and like sean's just not replying because i could tell he's like hiding behind bushes as like you know winged things are flying over his head and just every once in a while being like oh yeah so the first time i run up into the snow um i i realized maybe you know 30 seconds in that it starts starting to take my health away and saying you're freezing to death you're freezing to death you're freezing to death so i'm like all right well how long can i last you know, and so you're getting back X amount on your hit point tick, but you're losing it faster than you gain it. So I could run around for a while, but I was realizing, yeah, this isn't going to work out. So, and I only had like 45 or 50 hit points with the food I was eating at that time. So I left and I came back later when I had like 65 hit points and maybe 70. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back up in there and I'm going to try this again. So now I'm like exploring and I know what's going to happen to me. And I'm like looking specifically for anything and I don't see anything. I'm like, forget it. I'm just going to start running around and see how big this area is. So I start running around. I get way up to the top, like to the middle of the center of this snow area. I can see the other side because I've been all the way around this mountain peak um, on both sides of it. So I could see how far I had to go to their side. And I was basically right in the middle. And I stopped and, you know, I'm like 40 health. Like I got plenty of time to get back and I'm looking around and all of a sudden it says you died. And I'm like, what, what happened? Like I had so much hit points. And then I see like, you know, sometimes after you die, it takes a couple seconds and I see the shadow kind of just fly above or like over me. And I'm like, Oh, what the hell was that? 
that's when you heard the oh or whatever that was out of my thing. So it took me a while. I couldn't, and I tried to go back, and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get my body back. All my stuff was on there. there I mean, it's up in that cold. Now there's this weird thing that killed me. So I go back, run all the way back up there. It was a long run. You go oh, more than just when you saw that dragon. You do it like every five minutes. That's your little yeah, true. martyr voice. Like I'm out oh. here having a tough time, and sometimes I run into tough things. Oh, oh. so then. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get this back. And and you're now, you're laughing going, oh, finally you got slowed down. Oh, finally you just got to take a break and not be running around trying to kill stuff, which was true. I was like, man, I'm going to have to start from scratch. But then I started, I went back and I started contemplating like, how could I really do it? And one of the things we hadn't done yet um, was use the fermenter. Um, and we hadn't used the kettle to make food or anything. And one of the things you can make is royal jam. Yeah, but the, you're even getting ahead of yourself here because at one point Ivan came out to try to help, right? Because yep. because so Sean dies up there. This is this is the first time Sean dies where like he might not be able to get his corpse back. First of all, Sean hardly ever dies in this game, which I find very frustrating because I go out hunting just a little bit and I'm dead. I swing at things like a second too soon before they show up. I'm always swinging at air. Like basically I'm at my best when I'm surrounded by mobs and I just start hacking those things because my axe skills are so good that as long as I'm everything is a mass of stuff and I can just swing, I'm just ripping through stuff. But and Sean goes out there, he's like never dying and he's always pushing it. Like what's the next hardest mob? And I'm always like, let's slow down, Sean. There's so much unexplored stuff around us. And he's like, no, I got to kill a wyvern now. I got to kill something stronger. And so the fact that he actually hit a brick wall, I found to be very very satisfying so not only did he get killed but his body is up on a mountain with all of his troll, his precious troll hide gear his precious bow and oh his three meats which he won't stop talking about now he's not like, yet not yet i didn't have the three meats yet oh man jeff if you get three meats you can get your hit points up to 144 you can 145 that's pretty impressive if you ask me but we'll get there that's not that we're not there yet so then i started thinking how can i get my body back i'm there because jeff came out and tried to help me cut down some pine trees and just find a necromancer and have him some in your corpse i thought about a tiny coffin i did think about that but there was nobody online to help me out so i had to figure it out for myself okay see i was excited to you like having to start over with your gear because i'm like oh good sean's gonna spend a whole day just gathering resources and not bugging me to try to find the second boss and let me build my gd honey farm and i remembered that i spent like the first I don't know, half of the game sneaking around, like a lot of the game sneaking around so I could hunt and things. And I'm like, well, I'm going to try to sneak up there and I'm going to try to build a fire up there and like a place where nothing can see me and like get a good idea of what's going on. And I ended up dying one more time doing that, but that ended up being what I, what I did was built two fires, like one base about a third of the way up and another one about half the way up. I could run from each one to each one rest, get all my hit points back. Let's talk about why this was possible. You know, we had a little outpost up there, which by the way, we built a teleport station. Yes, there are teleport stations in this game, by the way. Just, hey, yeah, get your hands on some dwarven eyes, get your hands on some cores. Mm -hmm. and you're off to the races with your mad dog oh, faces. Fine wood too, don't forget. You fine wood, before. please. You know, pine chop, trees. chop down some of that birch, right? And, and then- pine. And then we get up, pine is for core wood, Sean, excuse me, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. the, uh, mm -hmm. I'm the lumberjack here. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to wood qualities. There's Come also on, ancient wood. Jackie. Okay, so anyway, um, we build an outpost up there with a teleport station next to his body. And, and 
uh, here I come to save the day. I cleared a path uh, in of trees. That way he could, you know, walk up safely. And that way when the wolves were all chasing him out, because the wolves kept chasing him out, he could, you know, easily see everything. So there's a nice little, you know, cleared out area for him to kite. So let's give credit where credit's due. Yeah, so what we ended up seeing were drakes, basically. Um, in the sky, they shoot ice at you, ice balls. And then there are wolves like dire wolves i don't know i haven't seen Wait, the I name thought you said it's a wyvern is it a drake it, I, I haven't seen the name i haven't actually targeted it yet um but it looked like a wyvern or Wait, a drake it has that long tail can um, it be a dragon if it has wings and it shoots a, a mouth uh it's not big enough i mean it's just not big enough sean in the DD set that magic's coming out with this summer they just previewed a couple cards freaking tiamat's in it dude Oh, that's a that's a pull for me. Yeah, that's a big pull for me. Okay, I can dig it. Um, so that worked. I ended up getting my body back. And the thing that I wanted to talk about specifically about this is that the first time I made it to my body, I couldn't get anything back. And I, it's because I had like four or five things on me. And what I remembered is that if you, you won't pick anything up once you're encumbered, once you're at 300 weight, or whatever your number is, you won't pick anything else up. And so normally when you click your body, it just it picks everything up, but you have to make sure that you have the space and weight allowance in order to do that. So I had to get rid of everything that was on me. Then I grabbed my body. Everything was back on me and I made it out. Um, it took me a while and it was very much a challenge, um, but I did make it out. Now that left two new mobs for me to kill, which we still haven't gone back. I haven't killed the wolf, which I'm assuming gives you wolf hide something, right? So new items to make and the wyvern, which I'm, I'm assuming gives you a scale or some kind of thing to make armor or something, right? Um, but we did make a fermenter and we did figure out how to make cold resistance, poison resistance and minor and, and medium healing potions, which we've started to make. Um, and then that leads us to the third part of where this the the meadows and the dark forest start to meet what's this new area called swamp now we haven't explored but a corner of this right little so, tiny swamp and you got your body back long story short there right i did i got everything back um you know we kind of re, re kind of by that time you we were almost redone rebuilding the house and we were saying okay what's next and, and that's when we had said okay well let's try to find i'm, I'm going to go back out now and try to find where this second boss is i'm not going to attack it or anything just go see what it is um and, and that's way, when sean, sean gets a little upset when like he's like let's go kill the second boss now and i'm like well sean podcast man you know this game only has what like five bosses or something and sure it sounds like there's a lot of content but we can't rip through all five bosses immediately you know content and that's when sean gets mad i can hear him on the other side he's like mm, it doesn't make any sense Jeffrey. yeah i just i can separate it out in my brain of telling the story but you need to keep it so that it's all like you're, there's no lie to the audience that's right sean wants to deceive all of you and pretend like he hasn't killed the second boss so do an episode like we haven't killed the second boss but he has mm -hmm. sean the it's, audience can tell true. man mm -hmm. that's true they, they can tell they can tell when you lie because you move your mic around a lot you just ah, do this ah, do, do, do. Ah, <laughs> so um yeah then we now well no sean you've been doing all the talk in this episode can i get in a couple it's well on the whole there's story not here. there's not there's not a lot to lot for you to talk about are you, you told serious? Them about, your, about your house like once you told them about the no, couple there different rooms so many and million the view, things. 
no, the, we got to give people the facts, like the actual things, the mechanics of how this game work. You're skipping so many steps here. You're oh, about you're to talking about, talking like, about the, you're about to, put, to start talking about the forest and we haven't even talked about our second boat yet. You know, and how big this map. Okay. So <laughs> how do you, you going to talk about how you build the boat? Uh, you need a couple of pieces of bronze and some nails. Okay. So we built our second right, boat. Know, let's slow down a second. Let's go back to the house here. Okay. Oh, here we go. I want to talk about some some things I've been learning, okay? Okay. All right, one thing I've learned is early in the game, I I would really want to get the reinforcements in the house going because every once in a while it would say uh, the forest awakens and is attacking you and would seem to go after your fort, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem to be happening anymore, Sean. Yeah, it happened less and less and less, and now that the, the place is so fortified, it doesn't... Well, it could also be that we've killed so many of the mobs around us that it you know, you end up finding these little purple nests that create yeah. the, then I think if maybe if you kill enough of those, I mean, I don't know. That's another thing. That's another little, okay, so we built this outpost, or I built, since, you know, Sean doesn't know how to build anything. So I built this little outpost way out in this black forest. I call it West One, by the way, is the name of the portal. It's pretty sweet. And uh, what I did is I cleared one, uh, the graylings will have these little purple like uh, altars, these glowing purple altars, which like spawn more graylings. And I went over and I saw one over in this like pine forest and I killed it. And then I built a forest right on top of it. And I think it was poltergeist style. Like I built on top of their burial, burial grounds. Cause when you came and visited me out there, there was like 20 graylings outside that place pissed off at us. No, I think that's just that area because when I was searching around out there, that's how they would they attack in like groups of five or six and rather than one or two or three. And they usually come with a shaman and one of those other um, brutes. Now, that's really when I shine, Sean, because that's the one one of the few times I've noticed where you seem well proud of me when we're fighting because when they're when we're surrounded by brutes and stuff and i'm in there with my axe you're like oh my gosh jeff you're ripping them up i'm just i just pretend like they're pine trees dude because it me around trees that they shake they all piss themselves with sap it's they don't they don't know what's about to happen to them when i show up with my bronze axe yeah no it's true it's half the time i'm sitting back and laughing um but the the last time we fought you actually did well you said i've still got 95 hit points and i was like yeah it's because you're eating three meats now what no i i didn't have three meats by the way you said you put three meats in there and the neck you put in there was not cooked so i left with two cooked meats and uncooked neck and i had to go back and get some strawberries to just fill my third slot sounds like someone doesn't know how to cook neck do you want to explain to everybody like uh, what you think the uh, how they should use their foods? Because you're like, you can't eat the honey, Jeff. It's for this. And so based on your what you've learned so far, do you have any basic advice in telling people how to manage their food supply? I, mean, what I can. To cook with, the, what to eat? The problem is that like what's going to happen here is like you're, what you're going to see is that unless we're talking about building the house, I'm going to be talking about everything else. So, I mean, we can. We can talk about it, but you're going to get upset with me again about how much no, I'm go talking. ahead and move your mic around a little more while you're doing okay. it too. If you so, just... when I normally, <laughs> when I'm doing uh, conversation pieces like this, I like to <laughs> keep the astral projection. No. So with food, I mean, you can see every food will tell you how much stamina and how many hit points and how many hit points per tick it gives you. Um, the stamina is, you know, it increases the bar by which your stamina, um, the length of your stamina is. And then with hit points, it's just obviously it's hit points. Um, the things that I find most important are the higher hit point and higher um, hit points per tick are obviously important if you're going to fight, if that's what your goal is. 
um, if you're needing to run long distances, things like the um, jam uh, that you can make with blueberries and strawberries and things that have high, high stamina increase and also give you high ticks um, are really vital. What, things if like, what if you're cutting down trees with reckless abandon and they're falling on your head? What kind of food would you recommend for that type of adventure? Well, what I would recommend is while they're out there, since like right near our, our place is a lot of boars and deer, they just repopulate there, that you spent a little time just killing them as well. And then what you'd end up with is the, all the meat you would need well, to eat. here's the problem. If you kill the boars and stuff, that fills an extra inventory slot and you're really focused on just getting wood and not getting all that mm -hmm. garbage inventory that you have to put away afterwards like right. you know skins and all that crap no i hear you i hear you that's the other 700 items that i bring back other than wood you're right i hear what you're saying um that's that's the difficult part but that's what i would suggest um meat is the best thing for chopping down trees because fruits and especially things like honey once you start to get uh, bees and make honey they don't last very long you can see how long it lasts too and that's kind of the problem with those things is those things are much better used to make other resources because the other resources you make last a lot longer sean's precious honey we have nine honeybee uh nests right now and still sean's like don't eat any of the honey i'm gonna use it all for baking and it's brewing. true well There's you need so like many bees. You need like 10 per. Well, what I'm also realizing is like we need two fermenters rather than one. Yeah, we, we need, do. You know, like because it takes a long time to ferment things. And so I don't know. We've got a pretty big store of things right now, though. So I feel like we're ready to take on. That's the next because level. we have a big house to put them all in. Imagine if we had a teeny little house that didn't have a cottage <laughs> with a garden around it outside, you know. I will say this, that our place is amazing. And I am super grateful that it exists. Now let's talk about building a place, why don't we? Let's tell people how to really play right, this game, me, and that's the building me, aspect. I'm gonna put my mic down for this. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Sean, you're a good builder too. You're one of those quick uh, utilitarian builders. Sean will be like, "I went to a brand new area that's five days away, and I built a little half lean in three seconds and rested up and got out of there." And I'm like, "No, nah, man, you got to spend more time and make it nice. You know, you got to think about your view. You got to think about, you know." your feng shui you know you got to put a little more effort into it yeah I, the way that i've done it just because of the nature of how i'm out there i'll find a building that's been abandoned and i'll just kind of fix it up that's what i've been doing lately See, especially I don't like in the, that i don't i, don't I know like using those recycled buildings i gotta start fresh man and i like the fact that you do but for me it works perfect um the other thing i've been doing is like whenever you come across one of these abandoned cities i'll fight trolls and i'll run just run around the city as the troll is fighting you and it'll crush the buildings when it misses you and then you get all the resources free now here's what i want to talk about with building something i've been learning is uh just like a, a normal builder before you put up your you know your windows and your drywall and all that stuff and your flooring you need to get a uh, a base structure of two by sixes two by fours going right so what I've learned helps a lot for structures is work on your beams first, you know, build a cube, build a rectangle out of beams, and then start adding your wood panels. When I first started building, I would just do wood panels and then roofs on top of those. And what I learned is really adding those wood, those wood beams and those cross sections really give you a lot of support to build off of. So I think that's the right approach is one thing I've learned. It, yeah, it doesn't, I think like logically some of that stuff doesn't make sense because the way that they go together isn't 
like there's no brackets or braces that you can see. But once you understand it, I think it makes it does make a lot of sense. You're you're basically building the skeleton first, and then you yep. build the, everything else. I mean, I have built the you know the siding first, and then added the skeleton. It's not like it won't let you, but you're just going to get more stability. Now, another thing I've learned is that things deteriorate over time. And sometimes that's from monsters attacking the outside walls, but other times it just happens, especially if you don't have a roof. One thing I've noticed is I've made like several levels to a house of just flat floors, but then no roof on top of the highest floor. And that's considered a no roof, even though your top level has a floor that's still considered no roof to the bottom level. Like if you try to put a workbench under it or something, you need a real live, you know, thatch roof on the very top for it to work. And the water will seep through all that stuff and it'll just deteriorate it over time too. So you don't need to have monsters hitting on your stuff. Just weathering will uh, destroy your uh, wood structures slowly. But you can then take your hammer and go into uh, repair mode and then always just walk around and, and uh, go repair Harry Potter style and everything as well. Yeah, I mean, it just takes time to do that, but it doesn't cost you anything, just time. Some other little building tips. Um, learned that the portals uh you'll always come when you do build a portal uh you'll always come out of the same end and so keep that in mind when you're deciding how to face your portals what direction they face because you don't want to pop out like right on a cliff or something and fall down you're always going to come out of the side with all the ruins that are written on it right yeah that's quite right important quite important that that we learned that one that one took a little bit to figure out but that does it does end up you can't move um minerals either so like none of the ores or the plates or bronze right. none of that stuff can go through the portals it'll, it'll show you it'll have like a little no portal symbol next to it so let's talk about that so then there's this other item we built called a uh, wheelbarrow mm -hmm. or cart and i was shocked we've made this thing we haven't used it and i'm shocked by how much you can fit in it this thing is like an 18 slaughter like you can put a ton of stuff in this wheelbarrow and the first thing i try to do is pushing it that's a bad idea you got to pull it it's way easier to pull than push um and it looks like you could cross country this thing if you made yourself like kind of a path. Like you don't need to smooth out the ground, but you would at least need to get some trees out of the way. It looks like you could potentially cross country this thing, but I think it's meant more for like if you have a large village in one spot and you're trying to bring everything, all of your copper stores from like one workbench to another and you're trying to do it without taking like five trips. You know what I mean? Because that copper gets really heavy really quick, especially if you also have bronze and coal on you and wood and you're moving around to your, you know, your charcoal maker and you're doing the whole process. I think having a cart where you can move it around might be useful there, but we haven't used it yet. I think eventually you will either be able to build a road to the mine or have like a horse or a mule and then have that hooked Ooh, up to the cart. Mm -hmm. That sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. I like it. But I think you have to build a path because I can't imagine trying to take that through the forest or like through trees or any of that just wouldn't work physically. So right and so uh then let's see what what are the other cool little uh the other cool building trip tricks and trips um i found out that if you build a chest to put stuff in but you don't label them properly and you move them around all the time that it's really entertaining when the person you're playing with shows up and is wondering like where the gray dwarf eyes are yeah that's super fun that's always super fun yeah we have a very vast store of things actually right now we have a lot of stuff and like we only really need copper tin um right now to make bronze like that's our pretty much if we're not fighting that's what we're doing is collecting copper and earth that's what i'm doing is collecting copper and tin 
and even that seems to have maxed out now, which is why I think I'm finally getting to the point where I'm okay with killing this next boss because I'm I'm like a completist in this game. I like don't want to go to the next step until we resort until we've exhausted all the options. And now that our bronze is pretty much all maxed out, I actually have two pieces that aren't maxed out. I still need to max out my shield and my breastplate. But pretty much all of our stuff is maxed out. So I'm starting to think, okay, now it probably is time to go to that next step. I want to know where to build a log cabin though, because I'm excited. I want to build something brand new and I'm trying to figure out what the benefit is of a log cabin versus a regular cabin. It's probably the weathering doesn't do nearly as much to it. Probably way stronger against like wyverns and whatever other things we're fighting. Um, probably makes a bigger space faster. Um, my other thought here is that we need to do it out by where the second boss is, because I think we're just going to continue exploring from that direction on north, is my guess. Um, but also, there's a new area that we have never searched, which is the swamp. We just kind of touched on it. So like we had said, it's only been meadow and dark forest, and then we just found this swamp. And I killed two different things within it, almost like a Durgar or Drugger or something like that. It's like an undead-looking person. And I got a trophy from that. And we are thinking that this might be the thing that we need to put on the altar because it looks like one of the pictures on the five stones back at our original camp. And then I also ran into a blood leech. And by killing both of these things, I've got some new items that allowed us to make um, healing potions and I think some a couple other things. I can't remember. Poison resist or something. I can't remember. But now we're using most of the like dandelions. We couldn't figure out what to use them for. Now we know what to use them for. And um, same with... Um, this whole this that stuff basically mm -hmm. everything we've found we've recently found uses for them for the longest time we're like what's this for what's this for the only things right. i think we have right now that we don't know what to do with are pearls ambers and rubies i think we well, literally so, yeah. found how to use everything else we did find a person a big like money bag on the screen too when we went to look for this new mob he's not far from there and he might be able to sell that stuff to him I, seemingly i couldn't when i tried but he is selling other things like a girdle like a belt of girdle uh, giant strength a girdle of giant strength or what it seems to be that you know it's a belt shaped thing that says this gives you superhuman strength um another thing is like an, an uh, forever torch and just some like a weird red cap and some other things you can spend your gold on so that was interesting we found someone to use that with i'm going to assume there's other people like that in the game or maybe he shows up in other places um then yeah but the other thing i'm really interested about the swamp is that you know in every new area there's different types of resources there's generally a few things that you harvest like you know in the in the dark forest it's carrots and um blueberries and uh thistle um and so i'm wondering what the harvested things in the swamp are the only thing we've harvested so far is the ancient wood that was the tree that was pretty close to the where we went in and so we harvested that but we haven't found anything else to harvest so I think that's what I want to spend my time doing because that's going to give us a bunch of new recipes right after we kill this uh, this boss. Well, I've, I've taken care of some ancient wood. I uh, got two new recipes off of it. Um, I'm trying to remember what they were. They weren't actually that. Bon bonfire, bonfire. Yeah, thank you. Bonfire, which actually was very expensive to make. It takes like a core and a couple other like nice supplies. I'm surprised because we already have campfire, which is easy to make. Now this bonfire is much more difficult to make and it really makes me wonder what's so special about it and i'm wondering if it's like kind of your style like out adventuring and you want to just keep moving i wonder if that's what the bonfire is or maybe the bonfire is the opposite maybe that's the thing you build back at your house and it just keeps um, going forever and it brings a new level of comfort maybe maybe we can get to like comfort six or something now that's my guess is it's a much bigger like bonfires you generally means gigantic fire right big fire 
So I'm guessing that's a big fire that you put in your camp and that it, it improves the comfort of your home. And there's another thing we got, which I don't know if it's for PVP or what, but it's called a ward. And it says yeah. it's something about keeping other players from your place. And I wonder if that's for when there's other actual players in your world. Yeah, I think that's like if you're going to invite other people into your game that you can like have some of the places off limits so you can keep your stuff safe from not being taken. Um, let's see here. So you find that guy, I'm off building. And then shortly after that, you think you find the altar, but isn't the one weird thing about this altar you found is it doesn't have the picture of what you're supposed to put on it. Cause the deer one did. Yeah. So like on the deer one, it was really rustic and it was like a carved, you know, stone deer in the, in like a, um, what do they call that? Uh, imprint, um, into the stone. And then, um, uh, and then, uh, a relief, that's what they call it. And then the, the new one is a much nicer temple. It looks like a outdoor temple with the, with the altar in the very center. It's got like huge pillars and fires burning at the top of them, but I didn't see, I didn't spin, but like two seconds there, you know, I just ran around it hiding. I didn't go up close. Um, you just got upset. Cause you're like, all right, Jeff, let's go kill this. I'm like, no, we can't kill it right away. Podcast. You know, we got to slow things down. Plus Sean, <laughs> I still have to build this cart and I have to figure out if I want to build a road between cities. I'm not ready to go after second boss. And I, you were a little, you weren't, you weren't happy with that when I shut it down. Yes, we can do the podcast. And I don't even have to talk about that. We killed the second boss. You're into this game, Sean. Let's talk about it. Let's go to therapy here for a second. Okay. We need to, you know, there's other games we play. This is the only, this is the only game you're into right now. When could we play more Valheim? I want to kill it now. You really, you just, you're, what is it mentally that's going through your head where you really want to kill the next boss and the next boss? That's where the game is challenging to me. And so I find that the most fun. That's it. That's all you're going to give me. I mean, I mean, that's the truth. And that is, yeah, like the, when I'm most excited, when we came across the troll the first time, like I haven't had that much fun in a video game for a long time. And the same thing when I got killed by the Wyvern, like I had no idea what it was. I just dead. And then all of a sudden you see the shadow that I just, that kind of stuff is, I don't know. That's the kind of things I love in video games. And then you got to figure out how I'm going to do it. Like at first I was mad and mad at the game. Like, why would you build a stupid game that kills you and you can't get your body back? And <laughs> then I'm like, that's exactly what I want. I want that. Like, I want to have to figure it out as long as there's a way to do it. Like I want to have to figure that out. So, and you're attacking this game at multiple angles. You're trying to figure that out. You're trying to figure out how to play against the game, but you're also trying to figure out how to play with uh, Jeff, the Viking, because you have this person who like will not go out and kill with you unless like, it is absolutely necessary here unless your friend is like completely sick of building. So I got completely sick of building the other day and I'm like, all right, Sean, I'm finally ready to head out and do a little bit of adventuring again. We went out and got a little bit of copper together. This is fun. And then I'm like, okay, Sean, let's do a troll cave. We've been waiting to do one of these troll caves because you kept finding this thing. We haven't done one yet. And I was thinking, okay, we'd have to get all geared out, go in this troll cave, probably fight like five trolls in there. We might die, but we got our bronze now and we'll get ready. And I'm like, finally, I'm ready to go out on my next adventure. You know, if my adventure isn't building another floor to our right. house well, with a better view. The first time we went to kill a troll, this is a couple episodes back. You, you just had like your small round shield and a dagger. And we went in there and you tried to block it and it one shot at you. And you're like, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> now, now we're not going back till I have my full bronze set and I got my sword. And then maybe we'll see. Here's the thing is Sean always gets me to go out and check out new things. But what he doesn't tell me is that one of his strategies for staying alive is as soon as anything gets anywhere near him, he runs. 
So he's yeah. like, let's go out and fight stuff. So we go out to fight stuff. We see something. I go in block mode and start stabbing. Next thing I do, I turn around and Sean's halfway across the, he's like, no, this is how you fight. You run away, Jeff. What are you doing? Well, there, when there's 18 things running at you, you don't just stand there and let them swarm you. You get away, take them one-on-one and then move around, you know? That's not how skirmish. I'm, swar- I'm swarm style. That's called skirmish. I'm the tank, you know, just meat shield over here. Yeah, you look like um, you look like um, Drew Locke caught in the pocket, not knowing what to do. Drew Locke caught in the I knew, pocket, I knowing knew, what the I knew, hell are you talking I about? I knew you wouldn't know what that was so good, too. That was money. Oh, my God. Was that like a hockey reference? You're talking about the crease? It's like, a, it's like Tommy Kramer not, not knowing what to do when he gets rushed oh, by the boy. defensive end. How about that? Oh, That'll he's help. doing a football reference. I just hey. got it here. Oh, hey. caught in the pocket. Wade Wilson. Watch your watch your backside, man. Watch your blind side. So he finally gets me to go out to this troll cave. We're all geared up, and I'm like, I'm going in. I zone in first, and he's like, I'll, I'll flank on the right, and you flank on the left. That way, one of us gets to backstab. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? There's nothing in there. It's just a big empty cave with a couple gyms in it and some money. All right, so does it's just one big room, right? So does this mean that every troll has a cave somewhere, and if you kill a troll, that means there's an empty cave somewhere? Mm, you know, I don't know about that. There's I've only found three troll caves, I think, and that doesn't mean there's not more. But that's I think that's the extent of it. What I think it is is I think the game progresses, and I think after a certain time, maybe they come out. Um, the other thing is like I think at a certain point in the caves, there then that that ruin will appear that tells you where the next guy is. I don't think that happens right away. I think it happens after a certain amount of days to help you progress. That's my guess. So then, uh, since we can't do that, that like Sean said, he's off. He was off looking for that new boss. But part of finding the new boss is we needed a bigger, nicer boat because we just had that little rafty thing. And last time we tried to take that across some waves, it got real sketch really quick. And Sean, I couldn't imagine. What if you die in water? Then what happens? that's that's starting over for sure i don't i don't think you get your i, I think your body sinks and I, I mean i don't want to find out but my guess is it sinks and you're that's it right so that's sketch so we were able to build a new boat which looks a little bit like a small viking ship and we both got a chance to drive that thing around i it was easier than i thought i thought watching sean that i was going to actually have to control the mast but it does that for you you just have to you know if the wind's in your favor it's easy right you just point where you want to yeah. go and it, it lets you go where you want to go but if the if the wind is like shooting against you, um, you know, I don't know a ton about sailing, but it's this thing that's like crosswind. You got to become like a right angle with the wind. And when you do that, and I know it's it, does, it means you're not pointing the exact direction you want to go. But if you can get a right angle with the wind, you can really get some velocity going and it will push you. And you can kind of work off of that to kind of slowly lean in the direction you want to go. It's called tacking. Oh, my goodness. Freaking. Mm-hmm. Jacques mm-hmm. Cousteau over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you basically have to go zigzagging. But it's like going up a mountain. Like, it's like when you go up a mountain, you don't go straight up the mountain because you wouldn't be able to. You tic-tac back and forth, and so you can get to the top easier. That's the same principle. So we tic-tacked up to this other place, and so now we are expanding. Because if, you, if you're on the map, if you hit M, you can zoom out, and this map is freaking huge. That's one thing I didn't understand. And that's another thing that's weird, Sean, is that this second boss is pretty far away from us, and there's a lot of stuff within that circumference of a circle that we haven't even explored yet and that's that's where my completion my completionist side of playing is i'm like oh i don't know if we should kill the boss yet we should get rid of all that fog of war and explore everything else first yeah so i think you're just now you're going to be coming across swamp 
and dark forest you know that there and then maybe a meadow every once in a while i think the meadows will start to go away and you'll just end up in dark forest and swamp more often kind of more difficult and then maybe there'll be another kind of land introduced here um before you know it desert we haven't seen any arid well it is a viking game though so maybe not yeah i don't know I'm, I'm you know maybe we find a new metal in the swamp maybe we find there's a there's a million things we could find in the swamp that we just don't know about yet so yeah there are a ton of things we still don't know about this game and we're actually going to be having a couple guests on in a few days a couple streamers who obviously know way more about this than us because i believe they beat it in five weeks and every week they beat one boss right that sounds right and uh, these are the streamers Level Up Larry and Sweet D Willie. That's sweet with threes instead of E's. And these guys are a lot of fun. They're really good streamers that uh, we've had on our Forever Quest and EverQuest podcast show. And we found out that they both play Valheim. So the next time we're going to be coming at you, uh, we're going to be bringing a couple streamers on to talk about what it is about this game they like you know they play a lot of video games to talk about what it is they think is special about this game and where they think it can go from here and hopefully they don't spoil too much because sean's actually using it as a wedge on me it's like jeff we have to beat the game now we have to do every boss because as soon as those two come on they're going to want to talk about everything so we have to complete the game now no sean we don't have to complete the game now we can we can smell the roses we can take this one step at a time and they don't have to talk about what it's like when you finally kill the dragon at the end you know they can just Talk about other stuff a little bit. It's okay. It's going to be fine. Do you ever walk alone? Do you ever walk alone? Like a twister in the dark. Like a twister in a fart. Seeking out what isn't there. Seeking out what isn't there. Only looking for a spark. Dope, 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 dope. I wonder if we can get some be in big trouble for doing that. My they're great. Wayne, Wayne is amazing. Wayne, I love Wayne. I love Rufus Wayne, Wayne right? Dean and Gene Wayne. No, okay, it's the anyway. thir- it's the 30 second rule, Sean. We didn't go 30 seconds, right? I don't know. It was pretty close. I wouldn't risk it. That's the 30, um, 30 second rule is when you fart too. If you fart in a room, you have to stay in the room for at least 30 seconds before you leave, or else it's rude. Uh, that's weird. That's just really weird. Um yeah, I'm excited to have those guys on there for super fun. They know a heck of a lot more than we do. And it'll be a blast. Um, if you like the show, if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, um, or you like our other shows, um, please become a, a subscriber. We would love to buy new microphones. And in order to do that, we need patrons. Um, we really do appreciate it. It's why we make these shows is because we have amazing patrons and we have an amazing group of people that listen to us. And we'd like to continue to grow this group of people. So if you know anybody who out there who needs a good podcast to listen to or who you know has an, a spare hour every day of doing nothing, they just like to have stuff on in the background to keep their mind numb, just choose this. It's perfect. And uh, let us know how you feel. Give us a heads up. Shoot us an email. Get on our Discord um we try to be as active as we possibly can and you know that community is growing and has become its own entity like our our discord chat is a entity among itself the group there is fantastic and they they have made their own friendships and bonds within that community it's just it's an amazing thing um i want to give a shout out to that too shout out all right, so here's what we're going to do, Sean. Since we don't have a Patreon set up yet for this channel, and you're talking about the Discord, which is our EverQuest Discord, you're painting me in a corner here. Here's how we're going to go about it. 
if you want to become a patron, become a patron to uh, the show we have a patron set up for, which is uh, Patreon front slash Forever Quest, or you can go to purplealfproductions.com and the link is there. Uh, join that patron and uh, you'll get, uh, like Sean said, access to the Discord. But Sean, we need to come up with some type of bonus content here. We need to, I think patrons should get access to a world. They should get a password to one of our worlds, I, I think. And I don't know if it's going to be the world we're in now or if we want to start a new one, but we have to find out a way to actually interact with our patrons. I know Level Up Larry did this thing where he created three worlds and every week they would be one boss. I feel like I want to just create a, I want to open up our world to everybody else where people can come in and put random signs in the world for us to run across and be like, Jeff is right. More needs to be built. You know, this is because that way when Sean's out adventuring, he's reminded of what the true point of this game is. Um, or maybe yeah, we have everybody yeah. on and they all build like who can get the best view, who can, create the structure that has the best early morning view because it's going to be tough to beat me. So I want to see everybody bring their game. I mean, I'm really surprised what you're not saying right now is who can't fill up our chest with the most amount of copper. What? No, that's your job. And by the oh, way, Oh, you so you're having them do your job. I see. No, that makes perfect sense. That makes sense. So you don't have anything to do then. No. But the other thing that I'm seriously saying about this is that, um, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. That's the way it should be. Um, the other thing about this is, uh, they can only play when we play. Cause I don't think they can be on the server without you being on the server, the creator of the server. So the way it works. I'm pretty sure. So what that, what it might end up meaning is that we create a new server that we all play on whenever sure. we, Right. If you're a patron, we'll every Saturday we'll get on right. at nine right. o'clock and we right. all all the patrons. That that sounds more fun and lets them do whatever they want rather than telling them what to do as well. But if you wanted to have a lot of fun, again, you should go out in the forest, build a workbench, and then just build a random sign that says, "Sean, go back home and see how awesome the house looks," and stop trying to kill stuff. That might be more than one sign. That might be like three signs all next to sure. each other. Yeah, you could do that. And then you could actually take a picture of it and post it on the Discord if you wanted. That would be a way to do it. And yeah, so this, uh, if you join our Patreon, it is going towards a good cause. Sean and I are currently looking into getting some much better microphones. We were uh, inspired by Level Up Larry and uh, hopefully can bring some even better content to all of you by doing that. We really appreciate it. Let's go build a house. <laughs> All right, everybody, go Valheim it up. I'll talk to you later. Bow to the Heim. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you would like to hear more from Purple Elf Productions, check out Forever Quest, an EverQuest podcast. It's an exploration extravaganza of the first massive multiplayer online role-playing game ever made. Journey with Jeff and Sean as they explain raids, interview streamers, and explore the vast lore of this amazing game. 